Hi, this is Johnny Dioxide from Johnny Dioxide and the Ghost Rock Radio. And I'm here to talk with the Enrons about your new favorite song, Red Turtle. Welcome to your new favorite song, a podcast brought to you by the Enrons, where each week we will feature a recently released song from an independent artist. My name is Bernard Dennis, and I'll be your host. Today I'll be talking to Johnny Dioxide uh, from Johnny Dioxide and the Ghost Rock Radio about their song, uh, Red Turtle, which is a song about pure and overwhelming love and was inspired by the Toshio Suzuki film of the same name. Mm-hmm. Hi, Johnny. Hello. How are you? Good. Good to be here. How are <laughs> yeah, you glad to, uh, yeah, glad to have you on the show. Yeah. Um, could you maybe start off by telling the listeners uh, a little bit about uh, Johnny Dioxide and, and the Ghost Rock Radio? Sure. And yeah. uh, a bit of your inspiration and uh, yeah. uh, a bit about yourself. Well, uh, we're based out of Austin, Texas, and we are right now kind of in a bit of uh well we're definitely in a live show hiatus we haven't played a live show in a very long time but we still get together and hang out and grill and and uh watch movies and stuff like that we still uh jam every once in a while too uh you know just waiting for everything to open back up again um but when we were open we were playing shows all the time uh doing all sorts of um things from you know in independent indie rock to uh, gypsy jazz to texas swing uh we had a lot of fun um and yeah we call ourselves uh, the ghost rock radio because we well for one i call my music ghost rock because i make music for ghosts that's how i started because uh when i was in my room in my bedroom there was a ghost in there with me and so i would you know perform for the ghost you know and so that kind of made it so I would want to um, perform a whole set and like to actually do, you know, do it as though it was a real thing, which it was because there's a ghost in there. And I mean, I, there's an audience, there's an audience. <clears throat> yes. And, and I know yeah, for sure yeah. there was definitely one in there, you know, at one point yeah. I, uh, I was sitting there and I have a creative records and they were, they were all leaning against the back of the crate and then uh, all of a sudden, I from out of nowhere, one one of the records flipped from the back to the front, then the next record, and then the next record, about three or four more. I stopped on a George Barnes record, and so I good taste. Yeah, great, great taste. Yeah, I love George <laughs> a good, Barnes. It goes with good taste. Yeah, and uh, so I, yeah, I figured uh, I better play that record, otherwise, you know, you don't want to upset the ghost. So, yeah. Okay, so and and ghost rock is rock you play for a ghost, or does mm-hmm. it have a particular sound of its own? Mm. Well, it's rock. Yeah, it's, it's just music that we play for ghosts. And this character, uh, you know, it's from a ghost, and music for ghosts by ghosts, produced by ghosts, <laughs> written by ghosts. Uh, but uh, 
so some of it's a little more haunting sounding other whereas red turtles not not so much like uh, a, a a hauntingly uh ghastly song but there's some songs that are, that are a little more like uh, okay he's gonna get this go on then a wayward wanton man would tiptoe on the bread connecting the majesty's craft to the port untied it just for sport Amelie's so that's the one that you kind of have. Whoa! So that's a song. Great stuff. Oh, thanks, man. That's a song about a ghost. I'm still work. I'm still well. The song's done, but I'm recording it right now. Okay, and that's going to be released some point in the future. I get. I hope. Yeah. So I'm still <laughs> wondering what the best way of re- releasing stuff is. If you, if you know, because I have a whole album of stuff, and I don't know if it should be released all at once because that's the way it's meant to be heard, or. You know, nowadays everyone's releasing singles because you release one single and then it's, you know, it's there and it's it's on people's release radar. It's like this, all this yeah. stuff. It's like, so, you know, the business side of it suggests to release it single by single, but like the, you know, I want to have it all in a cohesive package. So I don't know. What yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's also a way you could do that is uh, I believe that, I don't know. I don't know which distributor you use, but I, I use DistroKid, yeah, which allows you to make an album, really, and add to it later. Oh, so you might want to look into that and see if you could release because uh, at the, it, everybody's talking about this releasing singles, getting traction, yeah, uh, and uh, you know, getting on this this Spotify algorithm, mm-hmm. uh, and once you get onto that, then it starts to build up, yeah, um, and if you just plop. 12 tracks on Spotify yeah you get a peak and then it know. takes a year before you get another 12 tracks yeah if you're lucky <clears throat> if you're lucky you know <laughs> <laughs> and the idea is if you can uh, you, you make the album which has one song on it and, and then you add to it yeah. every time mm. but you release it as a as a, as a as a sort of a single yeah um, and then at the end you've got a package you've right. got an album right yeah um I mean, there are, you know, that's 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 perhaps something where you something you could think of to uh, promote your music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it, it's really hard. Yeah. You know the the way that works. You know, it's, uh, you put a lot of time and effort into making your record, and right. without a big label behind you. Yeah. You've got no way of promoting it, really. Nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Well, especially without live shows, you know. You know, we have yeah, a live yeah. show. We can make a really big, you know, extravagant, uh, put together a big show with a lot of, you know, great bands, and then say we got this record, you know. So then, it, but yeah, nothing. You know, we don't do that anymore. At least for the time. So do you being. play? I mean, when you so you're playing shows, are you playing local shows, or are you playing festivals, big shows, uh, kind of places mostly, we can see you? Mostly local texas shows austin and uh san antonio dallas um and then you know the occasional festival but we we used to play at this one bar all the time called the whip in we really like playing there um it's a it's a bar that's also a restaurant and it's also a convenience store so you'd have people coming in to buy beer they say oh i like this music 
maybe I'll maybe instead of just a six pack, I'll also get a drink here, you know? So it's like a really good setup yeah. to play, uh, to, to, you know, new people. Um, so yeah, I miss, yeah, it. yeah, 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 but yeah, I miss, uh, playing live as well, but, yeah. uh, it will come back mm-hmm. at some point to keep sharp. Yeah. Time to work on your live, on your recorded music. Exactly. Yeah. Get those albums out. Yeah. Yeah. Just like everyone yeah. else, right? <laughs> it's just like everyone else. Yeah. I mean, I, I try uh, to yeah. log in the CD baby every time I have to refresh like 20 times because I think so many people are using that uh, <laughs> server right now. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah. Everybody's releasing music, but then yeah. that's, you know, that's the way it is. And yeah. trying to find your own audience. That's basically why we, you know, doing this podcast to try and get uh, a bit more attention for independent artists, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, to highlight uh, yeah, the kind of people that don't really have a lot of promotion or right. a lot of big audiences. Yeah. So um, I did ask you to, uh, for some, I, I got some icebreaker questions, something a little bit uh, let off key. That, oh, oh, uh, would you call it uh, off uh, left base or something? Oh, uh, out of left field. <laughs> uh, left field, yeah. So to, to yeah, surprise you. You got your idioms so the f- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your natural language, by the way? English. English. I'm British. Oh, well, I thought that I was listening to that song of yours that was in another language. No? In Dutch. It was in Dutch, right? Yes, it is. It's in Dutch. Yeah, yeah I live in Holland. Yeah. Um, and my... Uh, uh, partner is uh, Ron. He's Dutch. Oh, okay. And actually, most of our music is written in English. Yeah. Um, but we had a friend of ours who wrote a poem in Dutch. Oh, okay. And Ron had written a kind of uh, uh, a, a bit of a ditty around it, and I decided to translate it into English. So we've done half of it in English, uh, and the second half is in uh, the first uh, half is in Dutch, and the second half is in English. But the rest of our stuff is all is all in English. So uh, that was the song that I was introduced to your music in. So that's why I figured, you know, it was uh, <laughs> that you were, you know, mostly a Dutch band, or, or I thought it sounded uh, I thought it sounded Norwegian. <laughs> but what do I know, man? Yeah, yeah. Know. well, it's always it's it's the same family. It's a Germanic yeah, family, yeah. so it's it's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so here comes the first hardball out of That's, left field. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> if you could learn one new personal skill, what would it be? Oh. Uh, well, probably skateboarding like to get really good because that is what i'm trying to do right now because i got nothing else to do because i'm unemployed like doubly uh because i was a bar uh-huh. i'm a bartender and a musician so everything's everything's closed for me um so i've been going to the skate park and like <clears throat> just being a total dweeb like i can't do <laughs> anything and i got all my pads on you know because i'm like you know i'm an old man now you know so i'm like just looking at these like 14, 15 year old kids are doing all these tricks in front of me. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I wipe out and like, and uh, so, but I've been obsessing over it. I've been watching skate videos and just like, like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) You know, it's got like, it's kind of like, you kind of need something to latch onto, I think, you know? Uh, So so that would okay. be what I would want to be. Yeah, I want to be like that, Rodney Mullen. Yeah, yeah. He's the best. He's the best, yeah. 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 Well, uh, to make more practice, I think. 
A little more, a lot more, <laughs> but not too much because I don't want to die. Okay, well, it's kind of on the same theme. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, does your girlfriend, I guess your, your girlfriend, mm -hmm. does your girlfriend think you are a good dancer? Well, <laughs> she says so, but uh, she's actually, so that's, when we first started dating, she would go to the White Horse, which is a little honky-tonk here in Austin, and she took me, and I didn't know, I had, you know, at that point I had two left feet. And I was just so clumsy and stepping on her toes and all that. But at this point, I think I can hold my own. And we were, you know, when it was open, we were going there, you know, once every couple of weeks, uh, just dance around. We always see, always see the same people there. Um, so I think she says I'm a passable dancer. And she likes, <laughs> you know, I'm not too flashy. There's some people that are like spinning her around all over the place. And like, yeah, you know, yeah. I just keep it steady and occasional classy spin you know not yeah. not stepping on any toes that's always a good one with the ladies there. don't step on their toes but, but when yeah but she needs to she needs to see me on a dance dance revolution pad because that that's where I shine <laughs> I used to do that when I was a kid I love that have you ever do that you ever play that no no I never play I, I, I'm not a great dancer well, if you're a musician, you got to have some rhythm. Yeah, I'm sure you'd be able to. I got do, some rhythm. You'd be able to do yeah, the Dance Dance yeah. Revolution. You got four options, you know. This era, this yeah. era, that era, you know. All right. Well, this is how I, I, this is not something I have. We, had, we didn't have that kind of stuff when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, we had, the, we had this ping pong thing that you, you know, with paddles on the television. Oh, the Atari. But, uh, no, before, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, the one before with the, with the two. Yeah, on the, it's just manipulating a cathode ray tube. So you're actually just, yeah, that, the ping, the pong that yeah. goes from one side to the other. That's what it was. That it was, was what I, cathode rays, really? That's, yeah. That was all it was? Yeah, with the old, the old television, it's just, a, it's just a cathode ray tube. Wow. So basically, you have this, this, this uh, the, the cathode ray just scans across the, the screen. Uh -huh. So what you do is you, you basically manipulate the rastering huh. of, the, of the ray so that it uh, moves the pedals up and down. So that's why it's just either white or black. It's just yeah. one or zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just old, old, old school. Old school. <laughs> yeah, old school's the best. Now we're talking about uh, we're talking about childhood, yeah. which leads me on to my last uh, icebreaker question, which is, what's the funniest thing you did as a kid that your parents still talk about to this day? Oh man, so. I was, oh man, I went fishing with my dad and my uncles and I was like a little seven-year-old kid and it was up in Wisconsin, up in Lake Wisconsin. It was just frigid, cold water. And uh, so I was up there with my dad, my grandpa, um, and we had a, you know, our bait was minnows, little tiny minnow fish. And, um, so we had, I had my dad, he told me I had to grab the minnows out of the, the little cart. And, and then, I don't know, he started getting, <laughs> he started calling me minnow boy. And then all of his brothers were calling me minnow boy. And it was just like this, I ended up, <laughs> I, ended up I ended up just crying. I'm like, I'm not your minnow boy. <laughs> and... And then now, even still, 
20 years later, my, uh, my uncle still call me minnow boy and quote me on that. Oh. So it's humiliating. Oh, okay, it's nice, so. and, nice and humiliating. Uh, always brings up fresh, <laughs> makes those painful yeah, memories child, fresh. <laughs> child trauma in the podcast. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So moving swiftly along. But you, you, can, call, to this, you can call me minnow okay, boy um, from here on out if you like. No, no, I think uh, I think Johnny Dioxide is much better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look more like a Johnny Dioxide than uh, a Minnow Boy. Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> I'm a Minnow Man now. A Minnow Man, yeah. 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 Okay, so we're moving on to the song, uh, Red Turtle. Yeah. Um, and what is, for people who haven't heard it, what is the song about? Uh, so it's uh, a love song. It's... Um, you know, it's just kind of about, because I, I think that on a certain frequency, love is just, is, is really simple and pure, you know, and I didn't want to muck that up too much. And so I just, you know, so I, so first I saw this movie called Red Turtle and it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Uh, it's a animated film and there's basically no dialogue in it. It just portrays the the love between a man and a woman his family i mean it's just it's just absolutely gorgeous and uh so after seeing that movie i just was plucking around on the guitar and then you know the chorus i just want to tell you how much i love you came out and and i was like since i still had red turtle fresh in my brain that's when i decided well i'm gonna create a red turtle as the you know just the character that kind of moves the love along um in in the way the movie does too uh so it kind of it kind of carries the song along and um and yeah that's a pretty much pretty much it yeah because the red turtle features in this beautiful stop motion video that accompanies the song oh yeah that was made by kelly my girlfriend kelly danielle norris she's a, a award-winning filmmaker here in austin she was she was awarded the audience award in the austin film festival uh for her film sombras de azul it's filmed in cuba and then her next film was uh called nakom and she filmed that in ghana and that was um that was nominated for an independent spirit award premiered at berlin al uh yeah she's 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 the one you should be interviewing honestly <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she's she, not a musician so <laughs> yeah <laughs> He probably doesn't need the uh, attention. <laughs> Don't tell her that. Oh, I need it though. I need it. <laughs> yeah, she's more than behind the scenes, you know, she's behind the camera. Mm. You know. Even though she's beautiful, I always tell her she should be on the other side of the camera. But um, that's her passion. That's her passion. Mm -hmm. So, her, and her Instagram, she also has an Instagram mm -hmm. page, which is Beat, Beat Chick. Yeah, Beat Chick with, with no C. B a b e a t c h i k beat chick c h i r like, right like okay. a beat nick well, but a beat chick but a beat chick yeah. obviously yeah. yes ah very clever nothing left a chance <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah so you you started off the songwriting like mm -hmm. I, I guess a lot of people with a guitar or a single instrument mm -hmm. and how did you progress it further because you've got this very nice muted strum oh, thanks, thing going on in in the in the in the in this guitar in, in the guitar part oh, 
How did you develop that? Uh, I think, you know, I think I'm just always, you know, when I started playing songs, it was like Chili Peppers, uh, Mattis Mouse, you know, I love these bands. And, mm -hmm. but then, it's, so it's always been that, you know, there's always been a love of, of someone to influence why, who, why I want to play and what I want to sound like. And, and uh, at this point, it's Django, Django Reinhardt. Um, He's my absolute favorite, actually. I, Jazz. Uh, yeah, I can't, I don't got this, but he's my screensaver uh, with his, oh, with okay. his quintet, <laughs> du, du Hot Club, Du France. Um, but yeah, so I'm always like, uh, always aspiring to be better, uh, like like him. And then Eldon Shamblin and uh, like the uh, Texas Playboys. Um, so I play in a group, it's another group called the Pendulum Hearts. The, it's a Texas swing group. And that one I get to really have a lot of fun with the guitar. Like I get to like do solos, like every song if I want, you know, it's like, um, that's like a dance, you know, so the people, people be dancing. So, you know, it just, it's just dance music. It's fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just not, it's, it's not as, uh, it's not as artistically, um, you know, it's not as profound you know yeah as a ghost music yeah yeah or yeah as anyone that wants to have their original music you know uh listen to and appreciate it this is just like all right go on and dance thank you dancers yeah yeah set a beat up and uh yeah everybody starts uh feet start to tap in and heads yeah. start nodding yeah. and the body starts moving yeah i know how that goes and so you've got uh, a, so John, there's so the, the the Ghost Rock Radio is uh, a full band, or mm -hmm. is it just you? That's a full band. I got Roberto uh, Fabre. He's a guitar player from Mexico City. He went to he went to school there um, to study uh, jazz guitar, and now he lives in Austin. Um, got Caitlin Crabclaw Two Thousand. She's our bass player, but she actually went to um, Berkeley. College of Music in Boston, and she she's actually she studied flute and viola there, so she also does that. There's a track that I got her playing flute on, coming out soon. Um, and then Connor Strickland's our drummer, and he's uh, he's a native Austinite, which is a rare thing these days. Uh, everybody <laughs> else is moving in, but he's a badass uh, drummer, and he also is a painter. Uh, he's got some amazing paintings that he does. Uh, I got one and. In my living room. Uh, no, that's the band. Actually, yeah. but I'm okay. also training. Oh, I'm training my girlfriend to play synth. So that oh, nice. Kelly's gonna so be, the next gonna be in the band. Yeah. So <laughs> kind of like Paul and Linda. You know, she was Linda was uh, playing, well, playing yeah. the synth lines. Um, exactly. Yeah. 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 She was actually a pretty good synth player. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I mean, those synth parts in Band on the Run are like the best parts yeah, of the songs. Amazing. You know, yeah, yeah, that's like a very underrated musician, yeah. But, uh, but people hated her because she was, you know, I know, 
It's just misogynist. I, I never understood that. It's misogynist. She made some fantastic photos yeah. and then turned into a great synth player. And I think, well, yeah, yeah anyway, exactly. that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so you've got this, you've got the, you've got this band, and do you then? Uh, how do you build up? How do you build up the song? Do you start off? You start off with a guitar riff, or do you start off yeah. with in this particular song for Red Turtle, or for mm-hmm. yeah for Red Turtle? No, for Red Turtle. For Red Turtle, it was yeah. it was the riff, and then so I was like, I had the riff, and it's I just woke up, so I'm gonna be really weird on the, the voice is weird right now, so I can't. I just want to tell you. So I had that, you know, and I thought it sounded nice. Yeah. And then yeah. I just thought, well, maybe I need something that'll be dynamic to that. So like, red turtle swimming through the deep blue, red turtle swimming through the mean you. Uh, so then when it comes back, it's like a big dynamic thing. And so then we had, yeah. uh, so then, um, then I had, that the band came in and, you know, I just presented that to them. I said, I want this part to be big and this part to be more chill. You know, that's up to the, that's up to the drums mostly, you know? And, uh, and then, yeah, we have uh, Roberto come and play a solo. Uh, he does his a little differently from the recording because I recorded that solo two years ago or maybe a year and a half ago. I had written that solo and I was just, I needed it to be that solo. So, I just, I just played it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you have to learn the solo for the song. Right. Well, he plays a different solo when we play live. I like his solo yeah. a lot too, but I love my solo. <laughs> I, just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to keep mine. So. Yeah, yeah. you have to be careful eh? uh, because they'll become a kind of a master version people will associate with. Eh? That's, <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, that's how they, That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. It's like if you go and see a Rolling Stones concert yeah or any big artist that anybody can name yeah and they start playing let's say uh brown sugar yeah and they don't start off the yeah everybody's going what the fuck yeah 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 it's gotta have that it's gotta have and and that becomes a kind of ingrained in your mind well i guess that's a good be careful with the solo i guess that'll be a good problem to have at this point people will just say hey that's a good solo that roberto's playing they won't know my yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man. Okay. So, uh, did you guys record the song yourselves, or did you go to a studio? Yeah, uh, I just have all this stuff set up here. Um, so I did it here, and uh, yeah, a little bit at a time. Like, it's so much work and so so much learning to do, like to 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 do it yourself. But I just don't have money to be in studio if i was going to be in a studio i would want to have i wouldn't want to care about money or time you know just so like i can just take my time with it and just get it exactly the way i want i want to when i'm doing it i want to experiment you know and i want so that's why i just like i gotta do it myself at this point if i want it to sound 
compositionally the way I want it to. Whereas yeah. the production, yeah. I know I'm not achieving the same um, production that I could if I was in a professional studio. But um, yeah, for for that stuff, I want to, you know, I just want to have unlimited time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you have to pay for. Right, time is money. Time is money. And um, but, just, but so you do all of the mixing, uh, all of the mixing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what what do you use to? Uh, Reaper. Reverb. Reaper. Oh, Reaper. Oh, Reaper. Reaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Which is kind of free. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more or less free. It is you free, can also and pay. I always try to guilt you into buying it in the beginning, and they make you yeah. they make you wait five seconds before you have to still say, I'm still evaluating it. And you have to like live with, huh? you have to live with that dissonance. Cause I'm like, I'm not evaluating it anymore. I know what I like this. <laughs> I'm using yeah, it. Yeah. 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 But the other, it's also not that expensive, but I mean, if no, you're, if it's you're only, struggling. Yeah. It's only like 60, 69 bucks or something like that. But I mean, you know, you just, I, I'm at a point where I can't spend money if I, if I don't need to. I really yeah, yeah no I guess I appreciate yeah. Reaper and I recommend it to anyone that's all looking for something uh, to to learn and to get started with and if you have the money give them a little you know they're good they're good folks. they live back yeah and it's all open source uh, so people can update it on their own and I mean it's always getting updated and and uh, and it's just yeah it's such a great system yeah yeah um, so yeah. Uh, uh, and when you use, does it have? I haven't used Reaper, so does it have a full suite of uh, of audio effects yeah, and uh, it's kind of stuff that you would normally use? It's got its own uh, reverb and and delay and all that stuff. Um, but you can get. I actually use a a free VSC for my reverb. It's called Solo. I love that reverb. Um, but yeah, it's got all this. It's got all this effects. It's got a gain effect. Um, it even has a synth. It's not that great though. But it oh, operates okay. much in the same way as Pro Tools. All right. You know? And do you, so? Do you uh, put do you put the effects on in the door, or do you also record like on your guitar? You, you've got effect pedals on your guitar. Yeah, so put it through an amp. I like to. Get for my guitar. I like to go through my effects pedals because that's I got them sounding the way I want them to, and, and then I liked I really like my amp a lot, and so I want that that all picked up, um, and so I have that dialed in uh, because I've played these songs so many times live, uh, and so I've I so that's what I use. I use a. See if I can grab this without breaking too many things. Uh, my pedal board here. Oh. This is my favorite one. The Super Trim. Which is? The Super Trim. The Super Trim. Yeah. Yeah, such a nice warm tremolo. And then this one right here. It's a delay pedal. I use it to get like a nice slap back. I'm doing some country stuff. And then my tuner and compressor. But yeah, I usually use that because it's just, I have it so dialed in. And I want to use, you know, I can't replicate it that well with, with, with you know, digital stuff. With, 
with digital stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so then you uh, record that then from your amp mm -hmm. into into your door, and then just do, uh, I guess, what a bit of compression, the EQ yeah, stuff. Yeah, just like this. Yeah, compression EQ. Uh, uh, sometimes I'll use some of the um, VSTs that I've got, but for the most yeah. part, yeah. For the most part, it's pretty clean. Uh, yeah signal in to signal out mm -hmm. yeah. yeah okay and do you do the mastering also yourself or uh, do you no i have uh, a guy here who does it um he charges 25 dollars a song it's not bad uh, i saw that yeah and he's, he's yeah he's a pro and he knows what he's doing because so i've also used these programs that automatically do it and and i don't know it's just i'd rather have a human do it you know yeah <clears throat> Yeah, we've started. I've started mastering our own stuff, and it's really a lot. You, you master? Do you do you mix and record as uh, well? Uh, yeah, I mixed. Uh, um, I started off mixing, recording with uh, the EP that we did. We did all with line in. Yeah. From acoustic guitars, which uh, when you, it's okay if you're doing the full band because you can put the acoustic right down in the mix. Mm -hmm. But when you're just doing acoustics, because we're just basically acoustic mm -hmm. guitars. You have to have mics, yeah, because otherwise it sounds so thin and yeah, you really and yeah, you kind catch of the, pick up the sound, that, that full body sound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that that's a bit of a process. It's mm -hmm. taken, uh, and we're still learning. I mean, the you know the the dunes that you talked about, uh, that's actually in that mix is a mic, but it's a dynamic mic. That's mm. uh, so a SM57, oh, and I also the lining. Yeah, it's a really nice. But now I've got some uh, some small uh, condenser mics, which oh, yeah. sound really really nice. Yeah. It's, it's a lot different. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I mixed and mastered the dunes on my own. Mm -hmm. um, Sounds good. But it, it's <laughs> did a good job. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, thanks. But it's really hard. Yeah, it's it's hard. really hard. I know. It's like we have to, we have already we're just we're musicians, and so like we're focused on just the sonic quality of it right now. Yeah. And now we have to learn how to, you know, bring it into a wire and have it onto a computer and then make it sound nice to get like it's just make it yeah exactly so much when you're diy you know yeah you have to learn a lot of things yeah so uh uh we're coming pretty much cool yeah, to the end uh -huh. um so the first what i would like to before we uh, before we leave is uh uh what's new uh, what's coming up what uh what are the exciting things that are happening in the in the fall, uh, in the near future for you guys? Well, coming up next, we got Mr. Disco San Francisco. It's a dance number. It's gonna be, it's gonna have a music video. Uh, it's about this, uh, I wanna say pansexual crime lord uh, who was uh, cast away to one of the moons of Jupiter. It's set in the future. Um, and he's just, uh, kind of rambling about his life story and um, kind of bragging a little bit. It's like a, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun song. It's got a good chorus. It's like, call me Mr. Disco. I'm Mr. Disco San Francisco. Uh, and then we got Roberto wrote a fantastic hook for that chorus. Um, and we have a live version of it that we recorded at our last show that we played, uh, which was for, uh, a benefit show for Bernie Sanders. So that tells you how long ago that was when he was still in the race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So, and uh, I mean, because I was just thinking when you when you're saying uh, you're trying to describe this song, it reminded me of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we're going like that image of yeah, yeah it's just a you know bizarre... the, the image of Tim Rice coming down <laughs> the elevator. <laughs> sexually craven man like you know yeah it was just uh, just uh, it was just a brilliant 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 film and that oh, yeah. just completely that uh, that image of tim rice coming down with this uh kind of what is it it's like a, a bodice and a you know it's like this uh amazing if you oh, haven't seen the oh, film, i love that you've got, yeah it's you've got to go time, see that you've got to see that film it's like it's 100 years old yeah it's, it's quite old but it, it's the motorcycle so my favorite part is the motorcycle you know, when it comes. <laughs> yeah, with my, I mean, Meatloaf's in that yeah. film. Yeah. Susan Sarandon is in that film. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, yeah. The, the, the quality of that film. So, um, uh, what about uh, other things like, uh, I mean, you're, uh, you know, a poor artist and uh, <laughs> a barman. Is there somewhere we can help <laughs> you buy your merchandise, uh, <laughs> buy your records? Yeah, I guess um, I've got a. Bandcamp, just johnnythatoutside.bandcamp.com. It's got uh, it's got my album Moon Tower on it, uh, uh -huh. which is a concept album um, that I wrote for for Kelly, my, my lady. Um, uh -huh. uh, and then I also have a song, uh, album called Indigo Radio, which is kind of a collection of all the songs that I'd written uh, when I was younger and recorded them. Um, and then it's also got Red Turtle and should be more stuff soon and also just got a button maker so probably gonna make some buttons soon uh that's fun and stuff. they're gonna be on Bandcamp as well they're gonna be, they could uh, be. on your I mean, merch page yeah i mean i feel like i'll probably sell them at live shows whenever we do that again you know yeah. um it's just so difficult with the internet there's just so much noise you know it's like hard to, yeah. hard to really you know and i don't want to cut through yeah and i don't really want to come off too too promoting you know so yep. ah. i don't know i don't normally post about that kind of stuff i'm just it's there um so i appreciate you asking me about it but, <laughs> and, where, and where can we find you on the internet on yeah promote come on this is your time go to jail promote like go to johnnydioxide.com <laughs> right now and make sure you click subscribe add yourself to the email list and we'll bother you once every six months or so because i forget to do that um yeah, johnnydioxide.com, got that. Uh, johnnydioxide.com. Yeah. on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, just type that in. Yeah. Okay, and the very last thing is, do you have a favorite new song that we can a favorite, push out to other people? A favorite new song, uh, like like a, like a modern song that just came out? Yeah, new, yeah, or whatever. Uh, well, I've been jamming to uh, William Onyabar a lot. I love his stuff. You know him? It's like a African uh, dance music from the 70s. Uh, okay. He has a song, Atomic Bomb. It's a, that's a fantastic song. I definitely recommend it. Atomic? Atomic Bomb. Atomic Bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that song. Oh, I have to check it out. It always, if, I'm, if I'm in a bad mood, I put that song on and I just, I feel good because it kind of, it's like, it's, it's talking about 
uh, it, you know, the atomic bomb is like this neurosis of like what's going to happen oh, yeah. with that, and like, but they turn it into this beautiful dance song with, huh? um, with a call and response. Um, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, I can remember. I'm old enough to remember when the atomic bomb was a real threat. Right. right? When, yeah. In the 70s, everybody was really worried about the atomic bomb. So I'm going to check that out yeah. and. What I will do is uh, we will put all of your links, and I know you hate promotion, but we're <laughs> going to put all of your links to everything. that yeah, We're going to bombard you with uh, johnnydioxide.com in the show notes under the podcast at the end of the, at the, end of the show. So it uh, only remains for me to say thank you very much to Johnny Dioxide and to wish him all the best of luck with his Ghost Rock Radio. Thank you very much, Bernard. It's, and it's Bernard or Bernard? Bernard, Bernard. Whatever. Bernard, <laughs> Bernard, usually. Yeah, that's Bernard. <laughs> Bernard, yeah. Bernard, Bernard, yeah. Accent on the person. Bernard, thank you very much for having me here. So It's been a pleasure. It really has been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you very, very much yeah. indeed. hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you come away with an appreciation of the creative process and more importantly have found your new favorite song all of the songs featured in the show are on our spotify playlist the enron's new favorites and you can find all the links mentioned in the podcast in the show notes below next week i'll be talking to the incredible vocalist lisa mcfarlane about the necessity of breaking up with the one you love If you enjoyed this podcast, then please hit the subscribe button and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast app that you're listening on. If you want to help us to continue making and growing the podcast, as well as releasing new music, then you can either buy us a coffee or become a regular patron. See the show notes for details. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.